Dear friends, these days, what is mostly occupying your minds? Coronavirus. According to my research, the name Corona comes from the shape of the virus under a microscope. COVID-19 is the acronym provided by the World Health Organization which stands for Coronavirus Disease 2019, referring to the year the virus was first detected. And some people say that a virus can be as scary as the threat of nuclear weapons. Coronavirus, the great uncertainty, has become a universal koan. This is a very powerful virus. Look at how it is separating us and bringing us together at the same time. We cannot stop reading or hearing about it. We cannot stop talking about it. And we cannot stop thinking about it. This COVID-19 is a big deal globally affecting us all. Every precaution is necessary, skillful interaction, concerns for self and others, and common sense should be practiced at every second, at every moment. However, it seems as if this threat spreads even faster in our minds than in the physical world. We call this the virus in our minds the most dangerous virus. The most dangerous virus in our minds is fear. Caution is necessary, but fear is dangerous. Fear can interrupt our sleep and peace of mind. Fear can drive wedges between us. Fear can make us point our fingers at each other with blaming and distrust. Fear can make us feel vulnerable, panicky, grasping, and uneasy. We can find ourselves obsessing with anxiety and uncertainty. If you happen to sneeze or cough, what thoughts first pop into your mind? Uh-oh. Have you ever wondered if anyone around you could bring the virus to you? Anxiety can make us wonder, what if, what if I become the one who gets the virus? What if my beloved ones and friends catch it? Many question marks swirl around in our minds. We don't know. This unknown, uncertain circumstance can create obsessive anxiety and fear, the greatest virus in our mind, the fear of dying. This is pandemic fear, and we are all in the same pen. <laughs> Thank you for chuckling. <laughs> Maybe with the laughter, our immune system will be strengthened. Comical stories regarding coronavirus are being shared in, in Korea. One of them goes like this. 
Coronavirus seems to be a gift for me because my wife does not want to go out shopping now. <laughs> no matter what good stuff is for sale, especially inexpensive items from China, nifty practical products made in Korea, or a fancy brand from Italy. She is afraid of catching any virus, so she does not ask me to take her to the movies or out to dinner. The best part is that she covers the mouth all day long, so the house is quiet and peaceful. <laughs> is this grace from home? <laughs> well, anyway, this marriage joke is a reminder that no matter what, we should not lose our sense of humor because laughter is still good medicine. In Korea, it has been 55 days since the first outbreak of COVID-19. The other day, finally, the number of people who have been successfully treated outnumbered the total of new patients for the day. The daily rate of confirmed new patients used to be about 700 to 500, and now it has dropped to just 100. This is an increasing development from the other side of the planet. At this unprecedented time of worries, distress, and uncertainty, what are the lessons that coronavirus brings to us? This unwelcomed guest comes to us as a messenger, reminding us of basic truths. We are one. We are one. In our interconnected ecosystem, I cannot be safe alone by myself. Your well-being is my well-being. We chant, may all beings be happy and be well. When all beings are well, I am well. COVID-19 is a stark reminder of this truth of interdependent coexistence. When you are safe and sound, I am safe and sound. We are one. We easily share our virus with each other. We can also share our fear or our faith with each other. In this global world, we clearly see how fast things can spread and affect all of us, whether they are wholesome or unwholesome. Take a break from doing so much. Eat less, use less, drive less, and interact less. Use this time as a gift of solitude. Take a break from our ongoing routines. For the sake of all, we are encouraged to change our behavior. Our Dharma brother Drew said, this is good practice for changing the broken parts of the status quo and for the unfolding of a better age to come. This virus messenger seems to say to us, from the cycle of endless doing, Take a pause from unhealthy habits 
and explore a deeper state of peace, harmony, and oneness. Living in this high-speed world, it is hard for us to stop and pause. We keep moving and doing in the spinning world until, until we get exhausted and until we die. The virus outbreak helps us to slow the spinning by stopping planes, trains, schools, meetings, and obligations. It even stopped our retreats. It is time for us to make our home, our retreat, while retreat centers are closed. Isn't it amazing to notice that the whole world is slowing, pausing, and almost stopping? Sometimes living in this very fast-moving world, it seems impossible to slow down. But now, slowing down has become a necessary reality. I have never previously thought about canceling or suspending our temple services. You know, we have our motto, we may doze, but never close. <laughs> but now we will close and doze. Z, Z, Z. Wake us when it's all over. Thank you, coronavirus, for this profound pause. Totally mindful, heedful, and careful. This is a good opportunity to pause and contemplate how we all overlap, especially through the traces we leave behind. This morning, Nate was helping us and eating toast in the temple kitchen. He was totally aware of exactly where his hands touched the jam bottle and how he picked up the toast with his hand. Thanks to coronavirus, mindfulness has been instilled in many beings. We find ourselves pausing and reflecting on the preciousness and the resilience of life. Tomorrow is uncertain, but there is one thing for certain. Our practice continues. In this constantly changing world, danger is everywhere, but this virus must not separate us from each other spiritually or from our own true nature. This is the time to cultivate community, equanimity, and deep understanding of our bodies and minds. This is the time to support one another and pay attention to those who are impacted by illness or economic downturn. Dear friends, this is a unique opportunity to deepen our practice. Once the coronavirus leaves us, that door will close.
So every day, let us find Dharma, let us discover grace from harm. Grace from harm. Since our temple programs will close until further notice beginning this afternoon, we'll have an opportunity to reshape our lives. You may find that this situation invites you to renew or begin a meditation practice at home. It may guide us to experiment about how to be in community with each other when we cannot be physically together. Perhaps we'll have time to rest and equilibrate. Perhaps we will need to cultivate enhanced levels of patience with ever-present family members and housemates. No matter what we do with these uncertain and unexpected days, they can offer themselves as a gift if we let them. Here is a poem called Pandemic sent by a friend. Pandemic by Lynn Ungar. What if you thought of it as the Jews consider the Sabbath, the most sacred of times. Cease from travel, cease from buying and selling. Give up just for now on trying to make the world different than it is. Sing, pray, touch only those to whom you commit your life. Center down. And when your body has become still, reach out with your heart. Know that you are connected in ways that are terrifying and beautiful. You could hardly deny it now. Know that our lives are in one another's hands. Surely that has come clear. Do not reach out your hands Reach out from your heart. Reach out your words. Reach out all the tendrils of compassion that move invisibly, where we cannot touch. Promise this world your love, for better or for worse, in sickness and in health, so long as we all shall live. Do you like this poem? Yes. Isn't it beautiful? Yes. Now, dear friends, please join your palms for our metta prayer. Metta prayer, may all beings be happy and be well. May all beings be happy and be well. May all beings be happy and be well. May all beings be happy and be
be well, be well, be well.